everybody! Hello everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that- Paint a tie! That's my line. Shut up. Nani? Yes, it delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, as you heard, I just have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. This must be the work of an enemy stand. Oh my god. <laughs> Son so of a bitch. Yes, exactly. So tonight, he and I have gotten together for something special that we're at least tentatively planning to do every month while JoJo's Part 5 is airing, and that is to bring you a monthly like rundown of what has happened with the anime so far, what we're thinking about it, and, you know, all basically all things JoJo's Part 5. So, you know, he and I are both really big JoJo's fans. Um, the biggest difference is I have also read the manga. I'm actually current to the manga. Like, it's where Part 8 is right now. Um, Four you, balls. Nitai. Four balls. Uh, <laughs> that's all you need to know about part eight. Four balls. But you, Natai, you are an anime-only watcher of JoJo's. Yeah, I'm making a point of only watching the, the show because it's actually good and I want to be surprised by it. It is good. You know what else is good? The fucking manga, which you should read. <laughs> I know, I know. It'll, it'll happen. <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to we wanted to do this like get-together once a month. Again, that's kind of tentative and it's mostly based on when Natai is free. Because he's the linchpin in this. Um, Shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I think the best place to start is with this is, like, mentioning that, you know, our, our ex- expectations going into this. I, I, I will point out, so, as of the time of this particular recording, of uh, the first one of these that we're doing, uh, the first six episodes are out currently. Yep. So, uh, so... Knowing that and knowing what we've seen so far, what were your expectations going into this part, not having read the manga? So, I was a bit worried, not gonna lie, because part four is, like, the, it's my favorite part so far, and it's the part that made the whole show, like, one of my favorite shows of all time. It's that good, in my opinion. It's like, I think part four is the moment Araki really knew, like, really took the stand system and just made it incredible. And... I love it, and so I was a bit worried, like, what next, because part four, you know, we kind of scaled back, and instead make, and instead of going on, like, this big world-trotting adventure, it's like, went back in scale into this small town, which was, su- it's super special in my opinion, so I was like, okay, what what's next? And I had two years to think about it, gee. <laughs> and No, you didn't have two years to think about it, we all had yeah, two we years all, to think about it. God. Um... But I didn't really know what to expect because, like, I intentionally tried to avoid, like, any information whatsoever about Part 5. So I was like, I'll just go with whatever comes. And it's shaping up to be something really interesting. It's like, it's like, it's kind of a... I enjoy how, like, at, at least from the first six episodes, it's trying to be like a, yeah, let's fucking take the system and rebuild it or something like that. In I think like the overarching sort of plot, but it's cool. We have like a lot of new boys, and all of them are super fun. So yeah, it it kind of I didn't know what to expect, but it gave me something that I didn't know I really wanted. I think by super fun, what you really mean to say is super sexy. Every time I close my eyes, 
Pass. Oh my God, no, God. So I think that's actually a really great place to 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 move on to. I will say, as someone who has read the manga, I like I know what the story is going to be, and the fact that David Productions does a really good job with these adaptations, and they're pretty pretty faithful like almost a one-to-one adaptation of the manga there are parts that they leave out for obvious reasons uh probably the biggest example being the two chapters that were left out of the part one adaptation um but i have to say so far i'm very impressed with what they've been able to do i think that and I've said this before when we did our JoJo's manga spoiler cast earlier this year that I thought I thought that I thought this was going to be the most difficult part to adapt into an anime because it is the most violent, mm. um, and we really haven't seen much of that so far in these first six episodes. But don't worry, you're getting there. Although in the first six episodes, we got to see someone shoot themselves in the head, which is something we haven't seen so far. And <laughs> In JoJo's. I mean, Jotaro tried to shoot himself in the head, but the star platinum stopped him. That's, that's, that's very true. <laughs> here's the, here's my was... question for you, though. Were you expecting to be, how to say, disanimated? Because from the get-go, like, you remember that in sort of introduction scene they gave Jorna, right? And he's, like, mm-hmm. walking the streets of uh, Na- Naples, and there's just so much movement all around, even for, like... And, like, JoJo's was never that heavily animated, but it was super yeah, stylish, think... which sort of compensated for that. But so far, there's been so many like little touches of animation that just makes everything feel so much more alive. Did you yeah, expect that? Yeah, and I, 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 I was really hoping for it because I knew that the way the way the manga is drawn for part five, like it takes enormous use of of like light and shadows, which you saw on excellent display during the um, the Black Sabbath fight, or rather Shadow Sabbath. Yes, yes, God. Some of the, oh God, some of the names that the, the we'll Crunchyroll subs. But um, yeah, like you, you saw how well they played with lighting and shadows in that arc. Um, it's something that the manga actually displays really, really well. To Araki's enormous credit, that he was able to do that, and I was, I was concerned about that going in, having seen that in the manga, and I'm like, I don't have any concerns now after watching the, uh, the Black Sabbath arc. Yeah, they all. look great. The episodes so um, far. Speaking of introductions, though, mm-hmm. um, I have to I have to ask you, as someone who who adores Part Four as much as you do, I'm assuming you were very pleased to see that Koichi came back. My boy is back, yeah, and he's yes. like is as fun as ever. I mean, the poor guy. I mean, his passport is is like almost burned down, but yeah, it's great. I love. I'll tell you what. It's been fun seeing how each part sort of try like, uh, like, tries to reincorporate pre- uh, characters from previous parts. So let's say part three had Joseph, and then in part four, uh, Jotaro came back, and in and the, like the characters that are returning serve like different purposes. So like in part four, Jotaro served as sort of this sort of mentor character, which. I think was great. It just helped him be a much better character, in my opinion. So it's cool seeing that that Koichi is back now. It's sort of yeah. like I don't know what purpose will he serve because it's been only six episodes, but just as like fun fights and his personality, I just really like it that he's back and he looks great. Also, Jotaro was in the first episode, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah looks well, awesome. he's 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 also technically in a very small cameo appearance in the. Right after the uh, Black Sabbath fight, too. Mm, yeah, true. 
Um, but yeah, they, they brought back Jotaro too, which was as when I read the manga, I was very pleased to see that. Um, of course, if you really love Jotaro, just wait until part six. Ugh. Hey, David Production, part six never. <laughs> and the cycle begins again. And the cycle begins anew. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was great seeing them back. Um, it was great that they brought back, of course, the, the voice actors to do those roles again, mm-hmm. which I don't know why they wouldn't, but... Um, also, a nice payoff for part three happened in the first episode. Or oh, second. yeah, the picture. With the, picture the picture, yeah. Because I heard somewhere, I read somewhere that that original scene, part three, is actually anime original. Yes, yes it is. And that's amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, it was It was a nice callback. It was, uh, it was, it was almost like... Um, bringing it full circle, like bringing part three back full circle, which you'll see again because Jotaro and Koichi aren't the only two characters from previous parts coming back. <sighs> just throwing that out there. I'm not going to say who if you're just an anime-only watcher, but uh, just just brace yourself because you're going to see someone else, a blast from the past later on. Um, I do want to move on to, to something else that um, is a point that I love and a point that I don't love okay. about this part so far. The OP is fantastic. Like, yeah, fighting gold is awesome. I love it. Yes. Um I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't bring a new a new singer in because mm-hmm. you know how they love to build on these these singers for the OPs. And so I just feel like if they ever get to the, around to the point of animating part 8, you know, where they have this kind of tradition Chorus. now where all the previous yeah. all the previous OP singers get together and then redo the final OP and it's like it's going to be a fucking choir by the end. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I mean, Coda delivered, back- so I'm still okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they brought back Coda. Coda delivered for sure. Because you gotta um, remember, never. Coda's been like working with them even beyond Bloody Stream. Like he wrote uh, uh, "Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town," so they have been working mm-hmm. with him a lot in the past, just not as a singer. Uh, yeah, I will say this. Um, please, Coda, stop trying to sing in English. <laughs> please, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The English. Like, I'm, is... I'm really glad they didn't use the English version. Like, Coda is convinced, I guess, that he can actually sing in English really well. I got no. news for you: you can't. Just stop. Yeah, I love Coda, but no. <laughs> but he's a great singer in Japanese, but you have way too thick of an accent to sing in English. I'm sorry. Yeah. So both of us agreed that the OP is great, but I know the ED is. Okay, the ED yeah. is my biggest point of contention. I, yeah. I want to... You go first, then. No, I, I want to be very, very clear about this. I don't hate the song Freaking You by Jodeci. I really don't. Freaking. It's a 90s classic. It's it's a 90s classic. It was uh, Actually, the song came out in 95, very close to the time that um, Part 5 began serialization, uh, which is, I'm assuming, why. Also, Jodeci. So, Joe. Yeah, well, yeah, the main singer of Jodeci is is literally named Jojo, so that's another great connection. Um, I think so. Here's my point of contention with it: it's 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 a good song. I really like the song. Like I said, it's '90s classic, but I just don't think it's an appropriate ED song for this part because and I'm and this is my thought process with this. Like, yeah, the entire show is about is it has it's a cast full of really pretty Italian boys doing absolutely fabulous things and looking absolutely fabulous while doing it, but this is baby making music. Like it's literally baby making music. And I'm thinking 
eventually the main villain for this part is going to be introduced and that's going to be the part at which this ed starts playing because it's going to be at the end of an episode and i'm thinking you're going to have the main villain have this like grand appearance and then boom wake up feeling so horny <laughs> yep that's it i'll tell you I'm what thinking, it's not going to be a good look <laughs> i'll tell you what um i also have no problem with the song i think it's like a cool song i really enjoy it I'll tell you what's my issue with the ED. Personally, whatever. Keep the song if you like. I mean, we, we don't even know. You raised it. You you told me once before, uh, once we... Like, we talked about it a few months ago, maybe, or about a month ago, that maybe it's just they couldn't use Gangsta's Paradise because Coolio is, like, a bitch to work with when it comes to, like, licensing. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, he, he is incredibly possessive of that song. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what. My my issue with the ED is that visually it just missing it's something. It's like I don't I don't know if it's bad. It's just missing something because each ED in the past had like a li- like like an identity, you know, and like yeah. more to it. And it and from what I I read somewhere that apparently Araki worked with David Production on uh, very closely at least on the EDs. He like told them to like you won't be involved with the OPs, but on the EDs he wanted to have some input. I don't know if he still gives them input on like on the latest ED for part 5, but it feels like something is missing because it just there's not a whole lot there. Not a whole lot of identity and like style. I mean, it looks cool, it's a disco ball and poses and like that's okay, but I don't know, there, there needs to be more because think think um think back to uh, last train home. How oh, it's so yes. melancholic and the visuals reinforce you know, that that's journey. That's another feel. thing. When, when <laughs> I first, when when they changed the ED to Last Train Home for uh, part the second half of part three. Yeah, I I was against it in the beginning because I thought like, Same. this song is not very JoJo's. But then once I got to the point where like two or three episodes from the end, and I saw like the direction the story was going, I'm thinking this is actually a really appropriate yeah. ED song. Yeah, for it's this really part. good. And think back to that, think back to Walk Like an Egyptian, which besides, like, they're like, you know, oh, it's about they're going to Egypt. Just the whole visual, it's so fitting. And then I Want You from, like, for Savage Garden, it just, it's so perfect for f- part four. Just, and again, the style of that ED visual, it's just, it's awesome. I love it. But this one just, it, it feels like it's missing something. Now, I don't know if they're going to go back to it and try and do something different with it, either. And I'm not talking about the song. I'm just, just visually. Maybe the, in the Blu-rays they'll do something. I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit underwhelming. So it's I like, would like to point out something else with that ED. There's only one character that appears in that ED without a stand. That's true. And there may and or may not be met a reason for that. I want to meet her. She looks cute. <laughs> I'm just. There may or may not be a reason for that, and that maybe that's the point in which the ED visuals may change. I don't know. I don't reckon it'll change that much, honestly. No, but it could change a little bit. I mean, once that particular character, and I'm not even going to say it, Maybe. but that particular I mean, character gets introduced and you actually get to see her stand. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I've given it away. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I wonder uh, I wonder if, um, like, because I know a lot of people are like, no, no, they'll change the song once it gets serious and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I don't think so. I don't hold your breath for that. Yeah, I, d- I don't think they'll change the ED's song. I mean, they might do something to it at the for the last uh, the last episode. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll do use a remix or something. I don't know, but I don't foresee the actual song changing. Um, 
I've actually talked to a couple people about this, and I think that th there's a theory that I have sort of developed that may or may not be true. I, if it is, then it's kind of it's good on David Productions for doing this. So I figured even if they could have licensed Gangster's Paradise, mm -hmm. it probably would have been inordinately expensive to do. And then another, another song, I thought maybe a Prince song. Again, that would have been inordinately expensive. To Drops of Jupiter. Fuck you. <laughs> I would have fucking stopped watching JoJo's if they had Joe dropped <laughs> Jupiter. Um, but no, like, because ever since Prince died, like, his music has been insanely expensive to license. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe, and this is just a theory, I don't know. Maybe they went with Freakin' You by Jodeci because that song probably wasn't that expensive to license compared to other songs they could have, like Gangster's Paradise or like Gold by Prince. Mm -hmm. um, and they used the money they saved on that into a higher animation budget. Could be. It could be a compromise. I mean... It could be, and that may also explain why there is not really any animation in the ED at all. Could be. Time will tell. I mean, honestly, once part five ends, uh, I will be interested in looking for interviews even before it starts airing and maybe even after. They'll be... Maybe they'll talk about it. We don't know. Yeah. All right. So now that we've gotten the, that out of the way, so should we talk about some of the new characters that have been introduced? Buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> Giorno Giovanna. <laughs> so I want to talk about Giorno. So Giorno isn't my favorite JoJo. He's actually my second favorite JoJo. He's wonderful. I can't really, I can't really explain why yet because major spoilers. Yeah. Um, but I want to I want to point out something that I've only just now noticed while watching the anime, and that is any time that Giorno is ever asked a question that he doesn't actually have a response to or he can't refute. He he has the exact same response every single time. I, Jono Giovanna, have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that until the anime started airing, and I'm like, God, this man really doesn't actually have a plan. He just has a dream. That's all you need. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing about Jono. I mean, we're only six episodes in, but, man, his aesthetics is just mm, top-notch. His, like, design, I mean... His the, the boy's is design point. is just incredible. I love it. Yeah. I mean, and his stand is pretty cool, too. Gold, gold experience. experience. Gold Experience. Or rather, gold, Golden Wind. <laughs> golden Wind. <which> is the <laughs> name of the fucking part. Jesus Christ. God damn it, Crunchyroll. I mean, we all know why they translated like that, just to avoid uh, copyright hell. But still, it's kind of silly. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's, he's cool. I liked his his going back to his introduction in the first episode. I liked how he... Sort of, it's like, it's sort of a, a thief with the heart of gold, but kind of in a different way. I don't know how, like, I'm having a hard time putting my finger on it, but it's like, I don't know, he's a cool dude, and it seems like he has this sense of justice that all the Joe Stars have, and is it's cool. I want to see more of him and see more of his interactions with the gang. It's, he's cool. Did you happen to notice that the picture of Dio he keeps with him is the exact same picture that uh, I wonder how Joseph Joestar took with Hermit Purple? Mm -hmm. I wonder how he got it. I mean, I'm sure we'll know sometime, uh, but yeah. Also, Dio, Dio actually left one woman he raped alive. That's cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> What's that about? Um, by the way, so what you just said about I'm sure we'll find out... Um, <clears throat> 
Iraqi forgot. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, Iraqi. <laughs> really? Oh, Who's I the mean, mother? Eh. <laughs> Iraqi forgot. But um, it's cool. I like, yeah. I, it's, I find, I, I, I like how stupid the whole family tree is getting. Like, you know, from part one to two, it's a grandson. Okay, cool. From part two to three, it was another grandson. Okay, nice. Part four, it's the grandson's uncle. Only he's younger than him in like a decade or something. Sure. And then what's for part five? Oh, it's like the old, like the original dude's rival. Only he's using the or, the original JoJo's body, and he probably like had sex with someone, and then he has a kid. So it's like, okay, that's something, I guess. <laughs> it, it just works, man. It yeah, just it works. just works. It just works. That's bullshit, but I believe it. It's bullshit, but I believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like Jo uh, uh, Journal, and also. And, I mean, not only Jorno, I really enjoyed all of the gang we've seen so far. Like, Bruno is a, is a fucking dope-ass dude. I love him so much. Bucciolati. Bucciolati. But, I, I mean, I know who's your favorite from all from oh, the, absolutely. the gang. But I I'm will say... Fucking Narancha. Narancha's yeah, my boy. I will say... He's Nar so dumb, but yeah, yeah. he's just... I was just waiting to see what type of dude he is. And then from the get-go, he's, like, trying to solve this math problem, which was something along the lines of 30 times 56 or something. And then he gives the answer 28. And I'm like... <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's Naranj in a nutshell, man. He's, like, he's, he's, he's mildly mentally retarded, but very lovable. <laughs> oh, shit, this radio, this radio system is broken. What? I just paid for it. Totally didn't notice Mister just pouring soda over it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all of the boys are like super cool. But I think the guy I'm looking for, like seeing more of, is uh, Fugo. He's cool. I want to see his. Pie. Oh yeah, yes, Fugo. Panacata Fugo. <laughs> uh, um, what did you yeah, think about I, how they were introduced in the show? I love, I love how they were introduced. Um, I also love the fact that they're. David production is kind of going with sort of alternate colors for the the kind of clothes that they wear. I mean, mm -hmm. besides uh, Bucciolati and Alaccio, I mean that's they're pretty much how they look in the manga um, and the Rancha too. It's just Fugo typically wears a red. I it's hard to call it a shirt because it's full of holes. And his tie but... is like under his shirt for some reason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I, hey, it, it it works, man. Um, and everyone shows their fucking chest, like, <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, yeah, that's, just, but that scene in the restaurant is wonderful. It is. It's, it's really great. Um, we, so far in the first, uh, six episodes, we've seen Giorno's stand. We've seen, uh, Bucciolati's stand. God, Zipperman, really Crunchyroll, that's the best you come up with for <laughs> sticky fingers. And we've seen Abakio's uh, Moody Jazz. Moody, yeah, Moody Blues, a.k.a. Moody Jazz. By the way, I have to say, uh, David Productions going with the uh, whew, whew, Moody Blues looking mighty thick. Yeah, Moody Blues if you know what thick, I mean. double C thick. Also, D yeah, two, two C's. Is, is the sound design for Moody Blues is awesome. I love, how, I love the sound mm -hmm. in that episode. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting foley used to create that, that those sound effects for sure. Um, 
What? And I just I, hmm. I love the way that that was portrayed because in the manga for part five, it's not exactly obvious like how that stand functions. Okay. I mean, it's not immediately obvious how it functions, and the the ma- or the anime has made it abundantly clear how it functions. It's so, so I'm really cool. glad for that. Yeah. It, speaking of the stands, like so far the stands have been really fun and cool and interesting. And like mm-hmm. even if they weren't like Black Sabbath is dope and all, but it, he might be like the least interesting of the bunch, even though I really like. But still, the fight with him itself was so good. Like each fight so far was really really good and fun and like different. I will say, as someone who I'm not to spoil anything, but as someone who's read the manga, even for the the stand battles that like aren't the very minor stand battles that are that are going to happen going forward that's going to be a common theme Mm. like it it, even even some that only last very short amounts of time are going to be just really fun to watch because either because the stand isn't it has an interesting power or the per the stand user is an interesting character Mm. yeah it's cool like definitely look forward to that going forward. oh i am like like the moment gold gold experience punched uh, sticky fingers and that whole concept of oh shit he fucking knocked his soul out of his body i was like okay okay i'm i'm liking where this part is going with uh, in terms of the fights at least it's so just out there which is great because that's what part 4 did so well just taking the fights yeah. to a whole new level so i'm super excited about what's coming yeah um I was going some oh the the, the face licking scene from episode three I think was it Ta- two or three I can't remember now two, no from the first episode it no, ended the, with the, him well, they yeah, call the fa- him a liar the, fa- the face licking wasn't the first episode that's right that's right um, so good so good <laughs> the taste of a the liar the taste of a liar <laughs> I want I want to point out like if if you are um, if you are attempting to make friends not the way to do it. Um, <laughs> Also, if you're a teacher, obviously, you have to be told not to do this because a teacher in Japan actually got in trouble for doing this to one of his students. Oh, God. Oh. Is that true? (laughs) Yes, it's very true. Don't do this. (laughs) People tend to not like being licked on the face if you're not, like, their lover. Anywho, I will say Uh, it, it, it keeps bucking the trend that Araki said with, like, introducing character... Making them the weirdest person in the world, and then be like, "Oh no, they're cool anyway." Like Rohan fucking licking a spider. Oh wait, I guess Koichi and Aim are like best buds now. Oh, Butcherati is like licking Jono's face. Oh, I guess they're good now. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, like the uh, the the characters in Part Five are, are great. It's it's why it's a large part of the reason why it's my favorite part of the manga. Um, and it's shaping up like it might be my favorite part of the anime, too, if mm. they keep this up. In terms of structure, I wasn't expecting them to be introduced almost all at once, I will say. Mm-hmm. It was very surprising. Um, I thought it was like, oh, I guess like part four, the gang is going to get together like eventually. But then by the end of like episode three, it was teased, oh, next episode we're meeting all of them. Well, shit, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, and and that's very different from how something like Part 3 was, mm-hmm. where it took, like, I think it was eight episodes total to meet all of the people that were going to go on this road trip. And then, like, a whole season till Iggy joined again. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you definitely get something very different in that regard. Um, and I think that's all down to Rocky wanting to, like, hurry the action along and get to, like, the the juice of the story. Ooh. There's a lot of juice, I'm hoping. Uh, there's juice, man. There's juice. Yeah, it'll be interesting but, what type of, like, journey they're gonna do in order to, like, take control of these, like, I mean, we don't know how big, but I guess, like, really huge organiza- organization. Like, now they're sort of, like, heading off to find this treasure, which I guess will be cool. I mean, my theory is that that tre- treasure isn't even money. It's probably something else, but whatever. I mean, we'll, I wonder what I'm type of structure this show will I'm be. I'm not saying anything. In before the treasure is the girl from the OP. Not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> ah, I love it uh, so much. There's new JoJo every week. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we waited two years for this. I have to say what we've gotten so far has been well worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's really a, a great place to end this. Um, next week, we get the dance. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah, the dance, probably... The dance scene in, in and of itself is reason enough to wait two years for this adaptation. That's all I got to say. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I yeah. will say, like, it's been a really, really fun so far. I'm really enjoying these episodes, and it's just... It's so... It's so... Again, it's so fun just to have this show back again, you know? Just makes me feel so good. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, fun fact, the, um, the voice actor who does Abaccio is the same voice actor that did Telence Darby in part three. Oh, really? Just throwing that out there. I do not So thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoy it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. And of course we do plan on bringing at least a few more of these JoJo's Part 5 reviews or whatever this is going to be uh, later on down the road. Like, like we said at the beginning, we're aiming for once a month-ish. Um, so, as I say, look forward to that. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, or visit our website. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or concerns, feel free to either put them below or shoot us an email. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Stan User. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so honey. I can't remember the rest. (laughs) 